to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one timely page of Talmud every day. And in today's page, Psachim 11, we kick things off with a bit of a bit of a difficulty. Imagine that, a difficult question in a page of Talmud. The conversation revolves around what precisely is the difference between the Omer or the sacrifice of grain that was offered around Passover and just leavened bread in general. Let me read a little bit. This difference between the cases of the Omer and leaven is not based on the manner in which one harvests grinds, or sifts, the difference between them is not about the sort of technological methods that we use. Instead, says the Duff, the reason for the different rulings is that from new grain, one distances himself as it is prohibited to eat the new grain all year until the Omer is offered. It's a special category. But from leavened bread, just plain old chametz, as you have it, one does not distance himself as it is permitted during the rest of the year. Therefore, he is more likely to unwittingly eat leaven. Therefore, there should be two different types of rulings, one for new grain and one for general plain old leaven. And then the page embarks in this really curious discussion, giving all kinds of examples of of all kinds of real technological solutions and whether or not they're permitted based mainly on the way of, well, how it is that we're accustomed to to using them. And it really calls to mind this connection that we uh, don't think about that often, but should, about technology, about all the uses that it affords us, about all the temptations, distractions, and devastations that it could cause, and the ways in which we should really be better about sort of thinking about its uses. And here to help me through this difficult conundrum is Rabbi Gabi Weinberg, the senior director of Bnei Zion, a fantastic organization that I have the pleasure of being a great friend and partner of. Hello, Gabi. Hello, Liel. Thank you for having me on today. It's great to talk with you. It's my pleasure. So, you know, I'm, I'm reading this this stuff today. I'm reading, I'm reading this page, and I am uh, basically sort of finding myself given to metaphorical thinking, basically to the idea that chametz, the stuff that we are forbidden from eating in Passover, uh, is metaphorically speaking always all around us. This kind of something that is spiritually impure, that is improper, is always there. Uh, And because the page today is so kind of given to these notions and questions of technology and methods of extraction of everything from grain to oil, I kind of want to have a conversation with you and ask you, is there anything we could learn from the page today about being very cautious in the ways that we use our own technology so that we could make sure that we are not tempted by the spiritual chametz, by this leavened licentiousness uh, that is always all around us on social media, online, etc.? Well, Yael, I think that this question is super powerful, both in terms of the general question of the comparison between the Omer sacrifice, which kind of allows us to eat bread the rest of the year, and the Passover holiday, which we are not allowed to eat the leavened bread all around us. That's kind of one question. The scholars disagree about, is the abstention from eating the chametz, from eating this leaven over Passover, is that there's the idea of this shabi'isa, kind of the, the leaven within us that we're trying to expunge. And that's we should really never have any of that leaven in our lives, but we make an exception the whole year round. And we just have the seven or eight days of Passover as the 
the idyllic world or the flip side, you know, not everybody agrees to that take. But I think your your added bonus of the question of technology to that question opens up a whole new, uh, you know, for those following along from weeks from days past, a whole new kind of container of wine or oil uh, in the storehouses to, to dive into. Because I think when it comes to the technological question, we have to ask really very directly, is technology all bad? And I think most of us would probably say, well, no, that's, that can't be true, right? I think the fact that I can get an EKG or an ultrasound or uh, that I have a car, those are good technologies. And technology by itself isn't uh, you know, good or bad. It's kind of what you do with it, right? And I think that that kind of opens up for maybe a, a good place to discuss uh, these questions about technology as it relates to the creation of the the Passover, you know, the items we use as the Talmud kind of discusses, but also when it comes to how do we use our time? And that's really the limited resource that we're trying to figure out how to optimize and how to utilize and thinking about, you know, the, the distraction that can emerge when it comes to social media and technology. Right. The daf today was very clear, right? It's not about the manner in which you harvest or grind or sift. It's not about anything inherent to the technology itself. It's about making grand categorical distinctions between two different kinds of things and, and knowing how you ought to relate to them by making your own choices and by ordering your own time. So, so how can we apply this logic to, you know, say, the Internet? So I think someone who's become a teacher of mine, his name is Nir Eyal. I haven't had the privilege of meeting him in person, but following his, some of his writing, I like to laugh because he wrote the book on how technologists should maximize and take people's attention. And then he wrote the counter book called Indistractable about how humans, people can kind of retake their time. And his distinction that he tries to, to draw that I think really resonates with me that I kind of aspire to, I can't say that I achieve it in my own personal life, is the distinction not between distraction and what some people might call focus. Rather, it's the difference between distraction and traction. You know, he explains that, you know, both of those words, right, uh, traction and distraction have the share the Latin root of traher, which means to pull. And so traction really is any action that kind of pulls you towards what you want to do. And distraction pulls you right towards something that you don't want to do or something you don't intend to do more significantly. You know, social media is often the what everybody tries to hit over the head with uh, social media. It's, it's destroying the world. Well, really, it's a matter of how you utilize it and how you make time for it. Is it something that you are distracted towards or is it something that you actually intentionally have attraction to engage with it and to utilize it as a tool? Right. And so I think, you know, the, the best people when it comes to you know, social media, the best utilizers of it who don't let it overtake their lives see it as something they actually have attraction towards for specific times of the day, specific you know, moments, as opposed to, oh, I'm not talking to somebody. I don't want to be alone with my thoughts. I'm going to pull out my phone and go on to a social media platform of choice. That's kind of like the way that I think about it, that really we always are looking for things that we want to be attracted towards, right? The things that we want to have the traction towards. But sometimes you don't put in the time to develop those the schedule or the way that we go about doing that ourselves. And I think that's the opportunity when it comes to thinking about this piece of Talmud, right? It's not the inherent the technologies that are problematic. It's when and why we're utilizing them. And if you take this principle from Eyal and apply it, you know, to try to maximize the things that you're using as traction, and then you find out when you're 
indistractable? When are you actually not going to be distracted and taken away from what you're doing? From the productivity lovers out there, that's one upside. But the other upside is you actually can just have more intention for time with your family, time with your friends, and time away from things that you're not actually interested in being involved with. Amen to that. And if we do that, maybe we would have learned the deeper lesson of today's page, which is that it is always within our power to regulate our habits and command our time and be mindful in our actions. Rabbi Gabi Weinberg, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you, Liel. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you.